Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part six in our conversation on self-awareness. We hope you enjoy. Would you say that those, that those uh, individuals who you went through that process, who you're going through that process with are perfect? No. No. So, that, so they're imperfect. Yes. Yeah, so they're, they're still messed up and they're still like making their way towards making their way in life in an imperfect way. And I'm saying that because like how this looks, if you're in the refuge specifically is if you're a guy in, in the discovery phase, phase one, and you look at a guy in second phase and you're like, man, that guy's still messed up. Yeah, it's true. Like every person we find to try to, that's ahead of us is still messed up, but it's knowing that there's a nut, there's a better way forward and finding those people in your life. And, and like, when you're in second phase and you go up to Columbus and you're hanging out with second and third or third and fourth phase guys, no matter how messed up each of each of us are, it's finding that person who's just a little bit further along than us and just being with them and ha- what their values are. Now that, and the reason why I'm saying they're not perfect is there's going to be some things where you're like, that seems off, like, but that might be an area where you're more mature or, or that you haven't e- experienced something enough for that perspective. So it's constantly putting uh, not like all the time, because the, the, what we're not saying is that like you should just abandon anything that's negative. It's identifying a consistent rhythm with a handful of people where you're you're around someone who's a little bit further further along with you for a period of time. Like it can be a thirty minute conversation, but as long as it's consistent, we're having these intentional things. That's why we do one on ones with guys. It's that. And at the refuge, we talk about mentorship a lot. Hopefully, mm-hmm. your mentor is somebody like what I just described. You know, um, there's a difference between honesty and being judgmental. Like you want a mentor type person in your life that's that's not judgmental about everything, right? That's not super rigid about everything. At the same, you want someone who's honest. Like you don't want someone who's going to just affirm everything you do. That's not helpful. But you also don't want somebody who's just hyper judgmental and rigid um, because I don't think that's healthy either. But somebody who can sit with you, listen to you, is going to be honest with you, but is going to do so because they deeply care about your well-being Mm. and they love you. And I think that that over time um, changes a person. And that goes back to my worldview, you know, because a lot of this is done... By, by you know for the last eight years or more, I've been you know um, counseled by Jim Cofield at uh, Crosspoint, and a lot of this has been imparted by him. And in and, and his framework, is you know he always they always say right the best gift we can give somebody is our transformed and transforming presence. And mm-hmm. so this kind of stuff, receiving love, self acceptance, like the question, how do I grow in self acceptance? It's not from thinking differently. I mean that's part of it. But if it was just about thinking differently, we'd all be changed. We would send this podcast mm. out and anyone who listened to it would now be self-accepting because they heard somebody explain it and now they're good. But unfortunately, as human beings, we don't operate that way. We yep. need the presence of something else. We need to be in their presence and walk with them. And slowly we transform and change, right? So it was Jim's presence with me, sitting with him every, you know, for a while, every couple of weeks and just, just sharing all of my fears and shame and struggle and pain and, and him just listening Mm. and and for me and challenging me and encouraging me, but mainly just listening, just being a, 
just like a peaceful presence of Christ with me um, in time changed me to where I began to receive the love of God more um, because I internalized his presence with me. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we can do to others. So it's like, what's one of the best gifts you can give someone else for you to be healthy? <laughs> for, yeah. Because then when you're with them, you're going to be healthy with them and they're going to be changed by being in, by being in your presence, not because of you, but because of, because I mean, like, like again, from a Christian worldview, because of Christ in you, because of mm. the Holy spirit um, is at work. And I think that's a lot of times how it works in a very mysterious way, but it's your presence. Um, so hopefully, I don't know, hopefully that's not too, that's not too vague or, or, um, you know, out there, but that is how I think it works. Mm -hmm. It takes time. Yeah. It's surrounding yourself with people that are healthier that you're like, they, you, you know, in them, you see something that you want, man, they seem, uh, just more at peace. Cause I think, again, I think the fruit of the spirit that we see in Bible accompanies this, right. Um, love, peace, patience, kindness, all that stuff in Galatians Mm -hmm. five. Um, you don't see somebody who is self, who's not self-aware exhibiting the fruit of the spirit. You just don't like, um, and so those things tend to go hand in hand, I would say for the most Mm -hmm. part. Yeah. And and people seem to, um, struggle when it, and it's, when they're having a hard time accepting love, it's either they lean into like, I can accept love from God, but I can't accept love from other, from other people. It's like a, it, it seems like it's a, um, they, they don't always go hand in hand. So a way that like me personally, I struggle with it, with accepting God's love for a really long time. And the way that I've gotten closer and closer to, uh, realizing that and actually experience, like experiencing God's love in a deep way where I felt actually comforted from his love was being around godly men who I knew loved God and them just loving me for who I was in despite my mistakes and them trusting me more and more. So, so that's how, that is how, that's what we're talking about yeah. of finding those people's experiencing trust from people that we trust more and more. It's kind of, it validates the fact that like we are trustworthy. We are worth being loved uh, because we're being, we we're seeing that someone is loving us. That's the, that's the presence that we're talking about and why that's important, not just for you, but like as a group of, as a group of men going out into the neighborhood or at your job site or um, whatever it is you're doing, if you're doing outreach, your presence is seen and experienced by other people who desperately need this guy, Jesus. And we are often the, we are often um, the exact thing that someone needs is to see someone that used to be hurting and broken meeting and experiencing Christ and then showing and expressing that love to other people because we are loved by Christ first. Because if we try to just show this love and service to other people, just from our own power, we're going to run out of energy really quick. The only way that we are going to continually be giving acts, like showing acts of service and loving and being joyful and exhibiting the fruits of the spirit. Like you were talking about is if we understand that we are first deeply loved by Christ, because because we're if we're a deeply loved sinner, that means when we see someone else doing something that we know is unhealthy, we're able to love them because we know what it feels like to be loved when we're messed up, when we're so messed up. 
that's how we love people who are different, different. That's how we love people who we would call sin. Like what they're doing is wrong. It's like, but I was loved and I know I'm messed up. Like, because I'm self-aware, I'm very aware that I am a sinner. I am, I am not perfect, but I also know that I'm a deeply loved sinner, which allows me to love others. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. Tomorrow will be our seventh and final episode in our conversation on self-awareness. We'll see you then.